I often envy those who don't have to deal with social media drama, or anything with social media to begin with. If you you guys know that a while back I made a video, not a video, a podcast episode about Twitter and how bad it is. Well, it's now X, and honestly, it's far worse. I feel like I also have talked about it, you know, in more recent times. I don't know how to explain it. It seems like the internet in general has just gotten worse and worse, especially social media. There's a thing that I've noticed as well. There's a, a, such a thing called rage clicks, and that's the problem. Rage clicks give you more attention to your brand or whatever it is you're trying to promote. The problem is the only way to get it is to really piss people off. And sadly, it works. So people do it, and it's an endless feedback where we now have a completely toxic internet culture. I I refuse to I refuse to be that guy, okay? Welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast where we try to not be toxic, but sometimes we fall short. At least we're not as bad as people on Twitter who made fun of Tumat for fucking dying. Okay, that's, you know... In our culture, right, in my culture, we respect the dead, you know? Like, regardless of what they did, it's like, yeah, it's they're gone, you know? If if they did a mistake in the past, they can no longer redeem themselves, you know? They no longer have the opportunity. It is done. Everything is set in stone. There is no coming back from that. And, you know, Tumad did not get off on... Well, he died young. That, that That's it, you know, period. And, of course, Twitter decided to... Not even wait for his body to be cold before they started dancing on the grave. So, that gives you a little perspective of what Twitter's like. Anyway. Welcome back to the Meatweed Podcast. Let's get right back into it. Because the thing is, I finally started working, so I don't have as much time to record the podcast. Luckily, a lot of stuff did happen in rapid su- succession. Wow, look at that. I'm already tired. And quite frankly, we do have a lot to talk about this week. In fact, this I'd say this has been one of the most eventful weeks of the year. But of course, it's only February. So, you know, let's give the rest of the year a chance. Having said that, you know, it's, it's good. You know, it's pretty quick. Well, the reason I mentioned Twitter earlier, right? X and everything is that there is a financial incentive for being as toxic as possible online. The problem is, of course, people were already toxic to begin with, and now they're getting paid for it because of Twitter's new rules. People call it X, whatever, right? It's X now, but I'm not going to call it that. I don't want to give Elon the respect. I I don't know how to explain to me... Like, Can you explain to me who thought of this as a good thing, right? They say no publicity is bad publicity, but this is pretty shit publicity, right? Imagine having the, the headline, Twitter, we are known for toxicity and nothing else like a lot of news here's the reason i'm on twitter right a lot of things that are in the modern day like a lot of things that happen immediately get reported on twitter everyone shit talks in the comments or posts nudes on their only fans and they share it there on twitter for some reason in the comments every fucking time i've i've gone through and i've blocked as many toxic channels as possible right i just can't do it i'm so tired of it there's people that Go on there and they're like, yeah, I'm a professional hater. It's like, you're, you're not a hater. Life, like, life is precious, right? And you spend it being toxic on the internet. That's, that's the legacy you've left behind. I can't wait until you're an older person, you know, geriatric, lying dead in the bed. And it's like, I wasted my life. It's like, I can't wait for that to be you. Genuinely. 
I hope something happens beforehand because, quite honestly, I, I don't know. I, 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 I wish ill, and then as soon as those words leave my lips, I think, this isn't me, you know? Twitter's been fucking getting me down, man. Having said that, after I did block all of the toxic stuff, you know, as much of it as I could before a lot of it slips through the cracks again and I have to keep blocking again, I, um, I got a lot of news this year, this week. There was a very interesting phenomenon, right? Somebody decided to go on the internet, of course, and they used artificial intelligence to create a lot of... They used a lot of fake photos from Willy Wonka's, you know, Chocolate Factory. Obviously, right now, it's a big thing. It's a new movie right now that came out. So they decided, fine, we're going to remake the experience on a very low budget. And, of course, it completely backfired. What happened was... They made a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory knockoff, right? I'm talking like a Timu brand really shit knockoff. It's terrible. The photos are hilarious because online, it's very clearly some sort of a weird Photoshop. Not weird Photoshop. It's AI, right? It's AI. Because it gets a lot of words spelled incorrectly. And a lot of stuff are weirdly misshapen if you look closely. From a distance, it looks normal. From up close, if you actually pay attention, it's very clearly some sort of sketchy stuff. And then the people that went were so upset that they called the police on the matter. They were pissed. No, rightfully so, by the way, because quite honestly, look at the photos. There's a single Oompa Loompa and it's just a random lady who looks like she's um, she's one bad day away from quitting, you know? Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if she was. They added fan fiction characters. They added characters that weren't in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory just to scare the kids. Like, ooh, it's the unknown. And a random creepy guy comes out from behind a mirror. That's fucking terrifying for children, right? And you go and you you don't cushion the blow. No, no, no. You make it far worse by giving them, what, a half cup of... What was it again? Uh, a half cup of lemonade and, like, a few jelly beans? That's all they got? This is supposed to be Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You're supposed to reimagine this thing, right? For $50 a $45 a ticket, it was somewhere right there. $40, $50 a ticket. That's not cheap, right? But holy shit, it is so bad. Basically, it looks like they went to a clearance sale at a fucking Spirit Halloween and bought all the costumes. It does not look good. In fact, it's really... I can't stress enough how bad the images are, right? They, they got a poster that was way too small. It's like a tiny poster on a wall, and it's low resolution, and it's clearly AI. And then there's some standees that are decent looking. But there's not enough. It's basically, it's basically fire festival for children. I thought that was, I thought that was a sign of things to come. You know, like I immediately pointed out that this is just one of the first times this happens, right? Somebody used AI to essentially scam parents, and it worked very well. In fact, a lot of people did go. They paid the tickets, and sadly, that, that's a lot of money out of their pockets, right? But it's not, not. Mark my words. I even said it on Twitter. Mark my words. This will happen with a lot more stuff, right? Here's the thing. We already have someone who's tried it. We have Billy Billy McFarlane, was it? Billy Mitchell? I don't know. B Billy McFarlane. I'm going to go with that name because I actually don't remember and I don't want to look it up. I'm in the heat of the moment right now, okay? It was Billy McFarlane, yeah. He is the guy who did Fire Festival, right? He already did the big promotions. He got all these big names to say that they're going to the fire festival. I think he paid Kylie Jenner for an ad space. It was like a it was like a half a million just to, for one Instagram post that immediately hyped up people. And the tickets were supposedly $12,000, but no one paid that much. It was more like 1200, which for a week in the Bahamas is really fucking good. That's really damn good, like seriously. So 
a lot of people didn't pay the full price. And already that should have been a red flag because if it's something is truly that expensive and that luxurious, it's not going to be cheap. Okay. It's not going to be like, like, oh, early word special, 500 bucks. A lot of people fell for that, sadly. So all these people went to Billy McFarlane, Billy Mitchell, whatever. Fuck. I've got to Google this name. I got to, I keep getting it wrong. Billy McFarland. It was Billy McFarland. Funny. It's funny getting that name wrong over and over again. There's a town near me called McFarland. How am I getting it wrong? Anyway, Billy McFarlane essentially decided to generate hype before he actually had something done, right? He was probably he was promising luxury condos in the Bahamas. He was promising all kinds of crazy shit. You know, Major Laser was going to play. Internet Historian's got a great video on it, right? On Fire Festival. If you guys don't remember it, honestly, look it up. It's really good. The, the video is from Internet Historian's Fire Festival. And that basically gives you an idea of what Billy McFarlane did, you know? similar to this AI thing that they did with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's funny to me thinking, Fire Festival 2 has already been announced, right? Who's to say Billy McFarlane is not going to do the same thing? Like, I'm almost positive he's going to do that, right? And at the very least, these people that do do these scams and they try to get away with it, back in the day, you know, they, this is an old technique, okay? Old technique is to say it was a publicity stunt. Doesn't matter what the publicity is for, just say it's a publicity stunt and refuse to elaborate further. I guarantee they're going to say that at some point. And if they don't, well, quite frankly, they, they they got me, one up on me. But I have a feeling, all right? This is a prediction. Billy McFarlane is going to use AI the same way that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's host used, you know, the, the fake images to get people to buy this shitty little carnival thing he did. I mean, it was a warehouse with a few stuff in it. Kids got a handful of jelly beans and some lemonade. That's it, right? Billy McFarlane's going to do the same, guarantee. Scammers are always going to scam, you know? Pe people are easy to steal money from, sadly. I don't know if he will, you know? All of this is alleged, okay? In case his lawyers are listening, all of this is alleged. I'm not going to point the fingers and say he's done it before, he'll do it again. But, you know, that's my word. That's my two cents. That's my two dollars, because two cents is not enough anymore. Anyway, let's, let's really think about that, though, right? All right, little mind exercise. Think of it with me. We got AI making fake drawings and stuff. Already, that's a bit of a... It's a bit of an interesting discussion, right? We got artists whose art is being used as a reference and being stolen. So, a lot of people are going to see all of this art. And they might not know who it's from, right? There's a lot of artists in the world, a lot of digital artists. And a lot of people's art might be stolen by AI, okay? It's interesting to me, because I saw it on Twitter, that that these images actually fooled certain people. Who did they fool? They fooled the older parents of the kids. That's the problem though, right? Is that nowadays it's not enough to know a thing or two about technology on the internet. You got to be on the up and up. You got to be up there, right? You got to be the one who is, who's like studying the next big thing. Like even if it's something minuscule that you only heard on Facebook or Instagram for like a second, that might be something, right? I thought AI was just some little gimmick, but it's massive. It's grown quickly. That's just how technology is, though, right? Like, here's a, here's, a, here's a good example. Do you guys remember the PS5? How big it was when it first came out, right? How long ago did it come out? Think in your head. How long ago was it, right? If you had to, if you had to say it out loud, how old is the PS5? You probably think it just came out, right? Because it's one of the newest consoles. One of the biggest, biggest ones everyone wants one. It is four years old. 
it is an entire, like, if you were a freshman when this thing came out, you would be graduating this year. That is how long it's been, okay? If you went to college when this thing released, by now you'd have a bachelor's degree. Provided you actually studied and didn't keep changing your majors. But, you know, that's just how fast time passes, right? But also, that's how fast technology advances. It, it's not like back then, right? It's not like our parents that were learning how to use a computer and learning what a mouse does, you know, stuff like that. It's not like that anymore. It's like, okay, I need to learn how to use this drawing pad. And now it's like, I need to differentiate between artificial intelligence, scanning my voice and selling something versus, you know, it's really difficult, right? It's crazy how fast technology advanced. And of course, people with malintention are going to use it. Any tool they get, they're going to use, right? Anything to make a quick buck. That's one thing I, I know about, you know, people on the internet is that there are always people that, they want to scam you. A lot of people want to... They want money, right? That's the name of the game. That's capitalism, baby. Everyone wants the top dollar. And of course, in doing so, a lot of ethics is just thrown aside. And it's it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. I can't honestly say I know what's coming next. You know? like I feel like technology being the way it is is advancing so fast that people struggling to keep up used to be on the up and up, Right? Like when I was younger, I knew all technologies growing up, right? I was like up to date with the latest Apple product, the latest thing Windows released, the newest Linux thing, all shit like that, right? Now I don't even know what fucking software I'm using, right? I don't update my phone. I don't know anything. And damn, it just it just feels like technology is quick, okay? It feels like it's really fast. A lot of the times too, it's not even our fault, right? Sometimes things are developed and no one thinks about it, right? These are those minuscule things that it's like, oh, it's a gimmick thing. It won't grow. And then it grows exponentially quickly, you know? Like a lot of enough people believed in the thing that it skyrocketed out of control. I don't know if artificial intelligence is going to keep getting harder and harder to differentiate. They do seem to have one issue, right? If you think, okay, this is another guide. This is a little guide here. If you think something is artificially intelligent, like, if you think something is an artificial intelligent drawing, right? Some sort of art piece made by AI. Look at the hands. Look at finer details, okay? Art is really difficult when it comes to fine details. That's the point. That's why it's an art form. That's why people study it. That's why people rehearse it and do it for years and years and years. AI, a lot of them have a really difficult time spelling things properly. First of all, like if you wanted to spell something in English, it just won't, right? Like I saw an AI piece the other day try to spell McDonald's, it's spelled Malacoloid. This is something like that, right? Really funny stuff. Having said that, it's not... It, it struggles greatly. It struggles greatly with fingers. For some reason, they're always overlapping, they're always warping, unless it's the core focus, like, unless it's the focus of the picture. Like, look at the edges, right? Look at the corners, look at everything on the edges, see what's going on, what's weird. And I've dabbled with this before, right? As soon as I realized how fast artificial intelligence has developed, I immediately started down. I, did you guys hear that? That was my stomach. I just farted. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. That really took me out of it. That's embarrassing. Anyway. um, <laughs> Okay. Okay. I got that out of my system. Anyway, I was tinkering with AI the other day, and I, I decided to write prompts just to see if it could, you know, difficult prompts at first, and I slowly went to easier and easier just to see what it would do. One of them was I wanted a cannon to fire cheese into a cartoonish brick wall. Instead, it created a brick house with a giant cannon covered in cheese. So, kind of close, right? 
What shocked me was the amount of detail that it gave. It, it was an artist rendition, right? AI artist rendition. But it was really close. It was really good. I'm not going to lie. Or maybe I will lie and you'll believe me. We in Dubai. In Dubai. I don't know why I said it like that. My bad. I've had a, I've had a long, long and arduous week. It's Wednesday. <laughs> I'm kidding. It hasn't been that bad. I've just been concerned with something, you know? The current state of affairs. What the fuck am I saying? I don't really care. Uh, this week, a lot of other stuff did happen. However, given the nature of this podcast and attempting to give a more positive attitude, I will not um, talk about those more serious topics. I will... I've, I've shared it on Instagram, and that was the most I did, honestly. You know? Because I, I can't do anything else about it. Like, I, I could try, but there really isn't much else I could do about it. There are some... You know, there's a lot of uncertainty going on right now, and quite frankly, I don't like it. You know, it makes me uncomfortable. A lot of people will struggle to sleep at night thinking about it. Shit sucks whenever there's a war anywhere, you know? But in this scenario, a lot of people are neck and neck, and some recent protest really made me think, you know? Really made me think. It's 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 an uncertain time right now, but we'll get through it, Okay. I'm trying to be comforting, okay? Because I know a lot of people, from what I've seen on the internet, a lot of people are worked up. And I'm sorry to say that I, I don't think I've been helping, okay? I think I've made things worse. That's kind of why Morbid Universe is on pause right now. Because it's it's scary, you know? It's all fear stuff. Also, my voice was messing up last week and I couldn't really do anything. However, you know, I, I want to say right now, it's good to be a beacon of hope in a hopeless world, okay? That's all I could say about that. Seriously, you want to be the light in the room. You don't want to be a part of the darkness. So wherever you're at, I don't care how you feel right now. Try to look on the bright side, okay? We'll get through this shit together. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, quite frankly, I'd rather not explain. Um, just keep a positive attitude, you know? I got a letter in the mail um, the other day. It was actually something that I was looking forward to for quite a bit. Um, if you guys don't know, I was on Twitter the other day and I was talking to Rusty Cage, the YouTuber and musician, the guy who built the giant guillotine basically, or Lemonade Stand, my bad, whatever, I don't know why he calls it that, I mean it's really clear what he's doing basically, the whole point was that I got something from his store because he, I, I straight up asked him right? I asked him in one of his comments um, does he have a P.O. box or something I could send things to, right? and he said, well the only way I could do that is if you buy something from the merch store, so I got a sticker and um, he sent it. The funny thing is, right, I'm actually surprised by one thing. The reason I'm bringing it up is because Rusty Cage doesn't use any, like, uh, automatic, like, letter sending thing, right? He doesn't have any labels or anything. I'm, I, let me put it this way. It's handwritten. Everything is handwritten, right? I'm like, yeah, I see Rusty Cage on the top left, P.O. Box. Um, I'm not going to give out any information. I'm not sure if he wants me to or not. Um... But just for the sake of privacy, I'm not going to do that. But based on this letter, it's, I don't know, it's interesting seeing his handwriting, uh, seeing him write my name by hand. You know what I mean? Like, it's very rare when somebody, when any YouTuber puts in that much effort into giving stuff to his people, you know, like to his, uh, his viewers. And it's actually because of that, that I messaged Rusty Cage, you know, asking about that. So now that I have the P.O. Box return. I actually started working on a canvas to send to him. I was going to make it a secret, but 
I think the only way to do that is to not actually show it on the podcast or on the YouTube video, anything, right? This is something entirely for him. Um, I, w I started working on it a little late, actually, because truth be told, I didn't think it'd come in right away. It did, though. It came in pretty fast because, you know, Rusty's on top of shit. Honestly, good for him. But now I got maybe a few days to finish this thing before I uh, before I then have to learn how to send a canvas by mail. Because the thing is, these canvases are, well, you have to have a specific packaging for them because you're going to send them cross-country. And they can break in the mail. If they bend, they're incredibly fragile, right? They're very fragile. On top of that, I need to spray them down with a certain chemical so that it lasts a lot longer and it's actually like weather resistant and everything. Um, it's a type of varnish, basically. I did it with other um, other paintings already. It's just those are already done, right? They're done, fully dried out. They're going to last for several years. This one is not done, so I need to I need to hurry up. The problem is you can't really rush this type of art because I am doing a gesso coating, which is um, the technique is. Um, Something that someone brought up on TikTok. Basically, you get gesso on a cloth, like a very mi mildly like dampened cloth, and you smear it on a painting so that it looks foggy. And that's that's the whole point, right? It's a snow. Oh damn it! I was. <laughs> it's got it's got to do with snow, right? It's got to do with blizzards. I won't give any more details other than that. But I, I hope he likes it. You know, that's that's really all I could say. I hope he likes it, and it's almost done. It's not quite done, but it's almost there. I'm just looking at some other parts of the painting, and I'm not sure if I'm too happy with it, but, you know, it's a gesture of goodwill. I'm also going to send the meat wheat stickers, because on top of, uh, you, you know, this, this canvas has room in the back. I could fit some stuff in there along with it, and I'm sending them maybe two or three stickers, because the thing is, Rusty Cage is something that, I've been, something that I've been watching for years, right? Rusty Cage has a very unique sense of humor. That's, that's definitely one thing. That's how I'd put it, you know? And for those listening who doubt me, um, I was one of the first people who actually tried and listened to the OG Knife song. Though, you know, the Five Finger Filet thing. Oh, I have all my fingers. You know, that one. It was a really good song, really catchy at the time. Um, I was listening to it the other day. I realized it came out 14 years ago. So that's quite a long time. Having said that, it's still a banger, you know? I love it. It's always good. It's always good to go back and look at things and be like, yeah, they was at the time it was good, and even nowadays it holds up pretty well. Rusty Cage is an awesome YouTuber. If you guys don't watch him, check him out. Seriously. I feel like, I personally feel like YouTube uh, screws him over, like, straight up. YouTube is uh, not on his side. Like, the algorithm, it's just been screwing him over, and honestly, it, it's fucked up, right? Guy with a million subscribers barely gets 100,000 views a video, like... No, that should not be the case. Like, it should be way more. So, yeah, go go watch Rusty Cage. Go listen to his uh, his music. I like his music, actually. It's very unique. I love it. It reminds me of Harley Poe. And that's kind of why, like, when I first discovered Rusty Cage, I was listening to Harley Poe. And they both gave me, like, a very similar vibe. I feel like people have told him that before, though. Moving on from that topic, I do want to talk about something. Um, I mentioned some time ago I was going to delete all the music on my Bandcamp. But I didn't want to leave the page empty. See, that's the thing. And now I'm starting to... I'm going to start working on this other th project. It's it's a Darkwave um, album. The thing is, I couldn't find my keyboard. Like, I don't know where it was at. I loaned it to my brother, and he kind of lost it. So we both looked for it. And the other day, we finally found it. The problem is there's a cable missing, but I'm not even sure what it's called, how to look it up or anything. 
I'm sure I can find it if I really Googled the name of this, like Akai Professional. It's a little square one with the corners cut off. Um, I'm, I gotta look somewhere, right? It's gotta be somewhere in this room, and I got time now to to make an album. And truth be told, I've been listening to Darkwave for a, a better part of a year. Okay, like I I got a lot of inspiration for it before I decided to go all in, and this year I feel like the creative spark is back. You know. If you don't know what I mean, um, it's also been two months since I started working on the Tale of Gabriel book series. And the other day, um, sadly enough, actually at work, when I had low service, I pulled out my phone and I said, that's a great thing to write in the book. And then I couldn't write it. That's a good, that's one of the uses for Google Docs that I found personally that really works is um, if you get inspiration to write, you can write anywhere on any device, right? You can write on a phone, you can write on a tablet, you can write on a computer. And on every single one, you have the same access to the same documents. The difference is I recommend doing a formatting on a computer so that so that it's not all over the place. If you use a phone, it is way more difficult to format. You know what I mean? If I sound a bit quieter, my girlfriend's asleep in the other room. I love her so much. I love you, honey. I know you can hear me probably. I'm trying not to I'm trying not to wake you up. I'm excited this year because I I foresee a lot, you know. With every year comes more opportunities. Also, in a few days, it's my birthday. So, I'm 27 this year. <laughs> I'm approaching my 30s and my lower back already hurts. Hey, but at least I found a an audience, you know. A small audience, but a growing one. That's what matters to me. I also watched a video. I watched a video the other day. I don't know why I said also. I watched a video the other day that... It had very um, apropos like topics that, that I was talking about. Specifically, it was talking about what was it? What was it? Um, it was talking about how people try to make YouTube and like podcasting. They try, they try to make it their livelihood, and if they don't make it, then they quit. That's where I f- I feel like a lot of people do do that though, right? A lot of people like if they don't hit it off right away in the first year, they just give up. That's not the case. You shouldn't do that. I do this as a hobby. I do it because it's fun. It's one of the things I do for an activity, right? Like, I'm not doing this expecting to get rich or famous or anything, right? I'm doing this for the sake of doing it. I do a podcast because I think it's fun. And people say, hey, they like listening to it. So I might as well keep going. I've been doing it every Friday for almost, what, three years? That's not going to stop, whether or not that people listen or not. The thing is, you know, I do have the benefit of seeing the... The numbers going up, so I do realize that people are listening, and I do appreciate that. It's just I don't make money off of it, right? So it is what it is, and that's fine. Having said that, I say that because of this, right? I do have twenty dollars a month on Patreon, but it's twenty dollars a month to upload, so you know it kind of kind of evens out. And I had this video, right? Um, and we're nearing the end, so I'm gonna talk about this. I am working on a travel vlog. I mentioned in the previous episode that we went to Las Vegas and I I took video, right? I'm really excited about that because it was really fun. I got time lapses of the um, of the computer um uh, time lapses of the of the jet taking off and landing. And well, both of them are taking off, right? One of them from the airport, the other one from the other airport. <clears throat> I'm excited about that. But more more importantly than anything, I'm just excited to like get it done. You, you know what I mean? Like uh, I have all the footage in order. It's just I need to add more, more more stuff to it, right? Every time I do make a YouTube video, I have something at the beginning to get your attention. It's more 
it's harder. It's getting harder to do because truth be told, like sometimes I do have a video already ready and other times I have to do stuff like I did with the chicken nuggets where like I throw them in like 4K HD quality and then I reverse the clip and catch them, you know? I need to do more elaborate things. And the other day I did see something. It's a very specific type of video. If I mention it, people are going to know what it is. It's It has to do with marbles, reverse timing, and balloons. You know, it's a very specific type of video. Very avant-garde <laughs> type of video, you know. Um, not even avant-garde. How do I explain it? You know when you see a balloon pop in like a TikTok and it just throws colors everywhere? That's basically what I'm doing in reverse. And maybe I'll slow it down. I'm not too sure. When it comes to editing, I do have a lot of like things that I have to learn on iMovie. Um, there's a lot of advanced stuff. I could learn Photoshop, but I wonder if I even have space on my computer to do that. It's a Mac, but it's not even full. You know what I mean? There's a lot of full files on there. I have full videos that I worked on, all of them in HD. Now that they're in HD, they take up way more space. So I don't think I can actually like fully upload them. Maybe I'll put them on the Patreon. For there, uh, on the Patreon, I'll just leave them for free. You know, like anyone can watch them. I do want to harp on that thing this year, though. I feel like more people can sub to the Patreon. And if you could, I would really appreciate it because this honestly does, you know, motivate me to keep going faster and further. And it does help with, quite frankly, some bills that I have. You know what I mean? So if you want to help on the Patreon, please do. I really appreciate everyone who does that. It's because there's another thing as well, right? There are Patreon exclusive episodes of the podcast. It's just I kind of stopped them because only I only have Law H, you know, on the podcast. And quite frankly, I speak to her directly. I'd rather speak to her directly. Oh, my stomach's starting to hurt. I'm not going to lie. I'm at a weird angle. Hang on. There we go. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. I will see you all next week. I should have the YouTube video done. If not, I'm sorry. It's going to take a bit longer. I have a lot of stuff going on right now. Um, work finally picked up too, so I have longer shifts at work. I'm trying to balance everything, right? Anyway, see you guys next week. Also, I really don't know where this stomach pain came from. I'm kind of concerning. All right, see ya.